So there's this game series called Dynasty Warriors. And um, it's basically a power fantasy <laughs> where you can play a warrior who fights literal armies all by your lonesome. And it's amazing. It's fun. And this franchise is so big that the makers of the Dynasty Warrior Warriors games um, have collaborated with other gaming franchises. Um, for example, they made a Warriors game with the characters from The Legend of Zelda. So the, the gameplay was the same, you know, uh, one character fighting entire armies. But this time around, it was with characters from The Legend of Zelda. And this cooperation proved so successful that the makers of Dynasty Warriors, uh, I think it, they're called Koei Tecmo, and W Omega, um, excuse me if I'm wrong, I have done zero research for this recording. <laughs> um, so they were so successful that those guys did it again. This time with um, characters from a different uh, gaming franchise called Fire Emblem. I have not played both that game and um, the the one for, or, or the one that was a collaboration between Dynasty Warriors and uh, The Legend of Zelda, but that's not important. What is important is that um, the collaboration between Dynasty Warriors and Fire Emblem also proved successful. And because of that, I assume, they did it again only this time with a specific set of characters from a specific setting within Fire Emblem. And that setting is um, the land of Fodlan. And what's funny about this is that it's sort of a full circle moment because the original Dynasty Warrior games, Dynasty Warriors, or is it Dynasty Warrior? Whatever. I'm, lo I'm, I'm losing track here. Uh, <laughs> man. I, I haven't done an unscripted episode in a while, so I forgot how hard this is for me sometimes. Anyway, uh, so the original Dynasty Warriors games, uh, the setting was China. Specifically, the... Warring States period? No, that's Japan. Free Kingdoms period, that, that's the name. So there was a time in Chinese history where what was then China was divided in free kingdoms. And that's as far as this history lesson will go. <laughs> but back to Fotlan, because what makes um, this new game this new collaboration between Dynasty Warriors and Fire Emblem, uh, um, a full circle moment, is that this game 
takes place, as I said before, in Fodlan, which is basically the free kingdoms from China. Um, if you took out anything that was Chinese and then replaced it with dragons and pegasi, which is the plural form of pegasus, um, and, and you would also add magic and white people. <laughs> Also, also Middle Eastern people, by the way, but they're not in Fotland. Um, the the brown people in this setting are are called Almirans, and they're basically a, a conglomerate of everything that's Middle Eastern, but luckily not 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 really racist or stereotypical. They're, they're just brown people, you know. That's fine. Um, you know, I started this episode wanting to talk about something entirely different than the, 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 the history or rather my attempt at trying to explain the history of Dynasty Warriors. You see, the actual purpose of this recording slash episode is that I just recently made a discovery about this, this newest entry in the cooperation between Dynasty Warriors and Fire Emblem. By the way, the game that I'm talking about is called... Um, wait, what was, shit, what was it called again? Hang on. Let me... Fire Emblem Warriors Free Hopes. That's, that's, that's the name of the game. Um, so... What I discovered was that this game, unlike um, Fire Emblem Warriors, which is the Warriors game that came before this one, and Fire Emblem Free Houses, which was the original Fire Emblem game that was set within the land of Fotland, um... This game doesn't have any romance. Uh, you see, you play as a specific character called Shez, but he or she can be renamed at your uh, at, at, at your own discretion. And uh, this person can form relationships with his or her companions. Thing is, in the previous Fire Emblem games, and right now I'm mostly focusing on the previous Fire Emblem game, Fire Emblem Free Houses, uh, your main character would be able to, at the end of the game, um, be romantically involved and marry a character of your choice as long as you have put enough time and energy into them and um, unlocked all the previous uh, cutscenes and made the right choices in them. Fire Emblem Warriors Free Hopes does not have this. 
they do have the what's called the support conversations which you know are your character having conversations with the character of your choice and if you um make the right decisions the right choices have the right responses your relationship with said character deepens as they say and you go from uh c to b to a now in the previous game there was also s rank which is basically you know um your chosen character is in love with you and wants to have your babies maybe they don't actually say that they want your babies but it might as well be implied um this again is not in this new game that i bought for almost 60 euros now i could say that my disappointment is immeasurable and that my day is ruined but what i actually want to say and finally at the 9 minute and 14 second mark i can go into the main point of this episode and that is that all this made me think about romance in video games and specifically this made me think about my experiences with romance in Japanese video games you see perhaps you already know this but the Japanese have this genre of game i mean there are western variants too of course but i assume that the japanese came up with it since they make most of these types of games there's this thing called the visual novel and it's a novel that's visual <laughs> but there's a bit more to it than that you see a visual novel is a story that more often than not um has player choice in them so you can influence where the story goes um and if you make the right choices more often than not if this uh, if a particular visual novel has romance options if you make the right choices your character can end up in a relationship with somebody or somebodies you know and, and there are, i assume there are plenty of visual novels where your main character for one reason or another can have a relationship with multiple men or women because who wouldn't want a harem am i right but jokes aside um i remember playing a lot of visual novels back in the day and i also remember playing fire emblem free houses which as i said before was uh the previous fire emblem game that i played before uh fire emblem warriors free hopes 
And that game also had romance. And that is also the reason why I've replayed that game numerous times. Just so that my green-haired protagonist called um, Bylef, but I renamed him Benson, um, could marry different women. Um, and what's funny about this is that all this amounted to was me replaying hours upon hours of gameplay, um, strategy gameplay to be uh, specific, just so I could get like maybe 15 to 20 minutes of extra content and that 15 to 20 minutes of extra content is just my character, Bylef, who I renamed Benson, talking to women and slowly but surely wooing them with his mysterious aura and dry wit, only for it always to culminate in a scene after the final boss fight where said woman would profess their love for me except it wasn't for me it was for benson the now slightly white-haired hero of fire emblem free houses um the protagonist of fire emblem warriors free hopes is not benson or Bylef, as he's uh, originally called. Um, this time, the protagonist is called Shez, a purple-haired mercenary who, um, through one way or another, becomes the mortal... Well, I mean, not necessarily mortal enemy, but a enemy of my previous, previous hero, Benson, which was a fun twist. Um, thing is, after Googling, I discovered that uh, this purple-haired hero called Chez, which I renamed Cecilo, because why not, cannot romance anybody. At best, he be can become best friends with people, but that's where the interactions stop. 60, 60 euros. I paid 60 euros and I get no romance. But again, I'm not here to talk about my disappointment. I'm here to talk about the things that I started thinking about because of this game. You see, whenever I played a game where romance was either a, a side activity or the main focus. I got very invested. And when these characters 
would end up professing their love for my player character. Even though in the back of my head I knew that this was all fake and that these characters were professing their love for somebody that for somebody that wasn't me somebody that never would be anything that I was am or could be even then a part of my brain released these chemicals that made me feel good seen loved and this made me think about my own life and how back then i uh, didn't have anybody who loved me and this sounds very dramatic but of course there were people who loved me there are people who loved me even back then my family my friends for example but of course um, when i say love in this context i mean romantically and through this line of thinking that was triggered by a random internet article that told me that there would be no romance in fire emblem warriors free hopes through this thinking this line of thinking i realized how alone i was as a kid and a early adult or young adult rather and and the funny thing is like i have a girlfriend now i been having a girlfriend for over four years and before i know it that four years will turn to five years and i couldn't be happier with her and with us And yet when I discovered that this new game that I've been looking forward to for months didn't give me the option to romance the characters that I grew to know and love back in Fire Emblem Free Houses I I I don't know it it felt like something that i really wanted was taken away from me and that's weird because again these characters they don't know me they they don't love me they they can do these things because they're not real and even if they were they in this game they're not falling in love with a mysterious green-haired hero did they fall they they could have fallen in love with a purple-haired mercenary and you know uh if you know me 
you know that I am neither green-haired or purple-haired. I'm bald. Also, I'm not white. <laughs> also, I don't fight. I'm just a guy who's real. Free D. Made of flesh instead of pixels. And again, after I read that article, I, I was really reflecting on my relationship with fictional characters and how these characters make me feel on the inside. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how to feel about that. That I could be so moved by people that that don't exist. I don't know. I'm not saying that there is anything wrong with romance and video games. I mean, we all love a good story, right? Even if such story is, is a love story between two people who one of whom you will never be. Um, but, but I remember watching this YouTube video once. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but it was a person talking about their experiences with visual novels, the dating simulators, as he called them. And you know, what I said before about me realizing how lonely he was, he had the, the same realization. Like he was living in, he was an expat, you know, and I think an American living in Japan. And he was very lonely. And he filled that void that he felt inside of him with fictional girls who, who were created inside visual novels specifically to be pursued uh, romantically and uh, they were specifically made to eventually say those those three words that we all want to hear and you know what That, that could be, in my eyes at least, a dangerous rabbit hole to jump in. Because it's, it's, it's all right to be touched uh, emotionally by characters who don't exist. And it's, it's sometimes even fun to uh, pretend like you have this romantic connection with them, you, you know, waifus, bundos, and all that. But don't forget that there are real people out there. People whose feelings towards you are very real. People who need you, even want you. 
people who can say those same free words and mean it infinitely more than any 2D character could. Anyway, um, that's enough rambling for me. I'm going to go ahead and play uh, as the purple-haired mercenary again, because even if he cannot romance pretty pink-haired women in my stead, he still kicks ass, and that's very freaking fun. <laughs> Hear me later, dear listeners. Goodbye.